I'm ready, Daddy. Don't come in me. Jesus. Damn, this is definitely not what Lena the Plug said. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? This is Main Event Heat. And again, if you've made it this far, <clears throat> you <laughs> thank you. We You're appreciate stupid. it. <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode, then you know this week is a product of my fucked up mind. No. And it is my brainchild. It is a creation that, that I, I kind of sent to Rob and said, hey, we need we should do an episode on this. And uh, Rob was like, I'm fucking about it, man. I was worried at first because at first, you whatever you say, hey, let's book a fucking WrestleMania, but it's only dead people. At first, like, man, that could be insensitive, easy. But then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? What better way to pay it's, tribute? Though? It's it's a tribute, man. It's it's literally, we we're, we have an opportunity to book, a, book matches of people that we <clears throat> could you know, never see or just something we thought would be cool, man. It's just a tribute show, man, of dead people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a it's a dead mania, you know, dead man mania. I call it know? heaven a mania. Yeah, I call I it think, dead mania. So, because I think you had, so this all started, you had sent me like a screenshot or it looked like a flyer somebody had yeah. made that said like heaven a mania or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Had it was cool as shit. And I was like, this stars. is great. I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah. So uh, I was like, let's book it. Let's book the show. And, um, and, no, by the uh, way, whenever the new music gets made, which hopefully is going to be soon and might even be the episode after this one, don't be fucking with the fucking intro music when the new one gets made. I want to actually hear the son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> I might have to start adding the music in post again like I used to have to back in the day. <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, man. But uh, let, let me tell you, man, this was, uh, this was more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I, I think uh, it took me a good hour to sit down and come and i'm dude i'm sure i left out some really great oh, names dude I, I i really think i did i tried to fit in as many as i could but honestly i couldn't um i told you there was one i really wanted on there and no it wasn't the daniel benoit on a pole match that was the fucking gimmick that was uh, i texted him just to, I, i'll say shit just to make rob pop and, and uh so I texted that one him had me like holy fuck yeah, yeah. I'm kind of twisted. I said, Rob, I think we're going to do uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit with woman in the corner and a Daniel Benoit on a pole match. <laughs> and Rob was like, that's way too fucked, bro. <laughs> well, what's fucked is I was just like, that dude, that's fucked up. There's no way woman's going to corner Chris Benoit in the afterlife. And then you said if she wants her fucking hot dog and handshake, she sure as hell will. And I was like, damn, even in heaven, the lopes are light. Jesus. <laughs> Nothing's changed, has it? Hell no, it ain't changed. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna run down our hypothetical heaven a mania card. Yep. And uh we both have six matches. Yep. If you're at home listening and you're like, fuck, this is a really good idea, and you've got some ideas of some matches you'd like to see, tag us at sweet sexy rob at big mike sells on social media and let us know what you think. Here's yep. what we're gonna do: we're gonna keep this democratic. I've got a coin flipping app up in front of me right now. I'm going to flip the coin. Whoever uh, gets it goes first. Mike, heads or tails? I'm all about getting some heads. So tails, baby. Let's do it. And it is tails. You're going up first. What's your opening match, daddy? Opening match. So this is something I don't think ever happened. Ever. Okay. Um, I don't think it ever worked together. I know, I know Eddie did some stuff. Um, 
in the indies in between his w his wcw and wwf run i think he got released from wwf early in 2000s or something i don't remember yeah but no he did a little indies but i don't think they ever met right so i'm thinking who could i put with eddie that would just i mean put on an absolute banger so many people i came up with jay briscoe be great open the show with literally two fantastic in-ring psychologists who would who would tell one of the greatest 12 minute stories in dead mania no for sure and and i so i don't know if they ever cross but i do know that that first ever ring of honor show happened while eddie was released at one point and he was on the first ever ring of honor show i think he wrestled psychosis or hooventude or somebody like that yeah so they've probably yeah i mean that's a good way to kick it off i mean i i I think so for Um, sure jay briscoe eddie guerrero straight up be a great match not too far from what i have opening up the show my show open i wanted to keep it wcw want to keep it cruiserweight Eddie Guerrero is also in my opening match, but I've got a lot of a lot of, and it looks like you do too, a lot of multi-man matches on here. It looks like you've got a, a few. My opening match is a four-way cruiserweight match. Eddie Guerrero versus Brian Pillman versus Crash Holly versus Chris Candido. That's a solid match. So let's go ahead. Since we're since we're booking this, let's go ahead and go full booker. Who who goes over in your Eddie Guerrero Jay Briscoe match? Oh, good question. Oh, Who goes man. over and what's the finish? Let's do that for all these. That's all that's going to be so much funner. Because that's my favorite part was always coming up with finishes and shit. Mm, now you got me thinking. I w- I'd like to see Jay go over. Jay over? Yeah, I'd like to see Jay over. Jay over with what? The Jay Driller? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie goes for a fucking frog splash. Jay, Jay moves out of the way. Boom. Finish. Yeah. All the dead people in heaven go, woo! Jay Driller! Yeah. I apologize to everybody on the indies that does a double underhook pile driver and wants me to call it something that's not a Jay Driller because I apologize. I won't. It is a Jay Driller. Uh, I don't care if I work with Josh Alexander again. I'm not calling it the C4 Spike. It's a motherfucking Jay Driller. Anyway, I have got uh, Eddie Guerrero going over with the Frog Splash against Pillman, Holly, and Candido. So that's what I've got. So let's go into match two. What's your match number two? I'm looking at it. Holy fuck. This is the one that you texted me about. This is the first one that you had texted me about. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's so good. I almost stole it. Yeah. I, uh, uh whenever I first I can't believe you it, have this going second. <laughs> yeah. I have a, this is, this is going to kill the show, right? What have you got? It's, uh, it's Owen Hart versus Mr. Perfect in a 60 man Iron Man ma- or 60 minute Iron Man match. Nuts. Absolute insane, right? Tell me about this match. Who wouldn't want to see those two go at it for 60 minutes? No, no shit. I'd watch them do for an hour for, for an hour and 30. I don't give a fuck. Dude, two hours. Dude, the minute I thought about this, I said, these two got to go for a minute, dude. These guys got to work. To, this would be insane. They would literally put on the best match of the night. Outside of my, uh, which one? My, uh. The best match of the night. Yeah, it would be outside of that would be the best match outside of the night outside of match four for me. Um <laughs> match four would be really good. All right. So so what's what's the count get to and who eventually goes over? Oh man, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Owen goes over. That's all I know. Owen over. Owen over. Yeah. I don't I don't know the count. I just know Owen. You goes think over. you well, here's the thing. Do you th- 
it's not going to be like a sudden death kind of bullshit like Brett and Shawn Michaels did. Huh? Like nobody could beat anybody in the first hour, and then they had to go until somebody could finally win. Dude, that would that would be sick, wouldn't it? This would be the one time I would be okay with that. Like, like they go for the whole sixty minutes, and nobody, you know, it's fucking tied up. Nobody wins. It's clear they fucking raise both their hands, and they shake hands afterwards, and, and then go bang fucking infidel bitches. It's basically happened in an actual match that I was calling, except for the banging infidel bitches part. I had to call a match. I won't say the name of the wrestlers because I did call this very recently. It is on YouTube right now. Um, but I called a match with two wrestlers who, um, you know, one of them's been around for a long time. The other one, I don't know, man, but, uh, they had a two out of three falls match. They both each got a fall very, very quickly in the match. And then the match ends with the referee going to the bar that they were wrestling at, grabbing a couple of beers and saying, don't fight guys, just have a beer instead. And then they drank a couple of beers and then flipped each other off and then walked away. And then that was it. That's really weird. It was really fucking stupid. <laughs> it was really fucking stupid. And I'll say that it's stupid because I'm not getting paid to call it right now. <laughs> obviously, I couldn't just bury it while I was doing it. Oh, but I'm calling them. I think I had to restart that one, one once or twice because I was just being super sarcastic on the recording. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, no. Owen Hart versus Mr. Perfect 60-Minute Iron Man is a fucking a banger anywhere in the yep. in the galaxy. My second match, I've got some tag team action. Umaga and his real-life cousin, Yokozuna, taking on Bobby Eaton of the Midnight Express and Terry Gordy of the Fabulous Freebirds. Mm, Midnight Midnight and the Freebirds teaming up. You know, I didn't even put a a single tag team match on this. Because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I tried, dude. I just couldn't I put people did, together. I almost didn't put a single, single match. I, uh, I wanted to, because I wanted to put, um, uh, Brad and, uh, and God, his tag team partner together, but I didn't. But that's fucking good, man. Umaga and Yokozuna, they never worked together, ever. No. But you could have put Umaga and his actual real life tag team partner together because he's also Rosie, yeah. Uh, Three minute. I almost did that. I almost put Public Enemy versus Three Minute Warning just to have a fucking tag team match. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been that would have been solid too. That uh, was that was. And this one, of, I've got I've got Umaga and, and Yoko going over in this one. Short and sweet, seven minute match, beating the shit out of fucking Bobby. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just Bobby. just end it with fucking Umaga nails Bobby Eaton with the fucking spike, and then fucking Yoko drags him to the corner. Yoko gets up on that middle rope, drops the fucking bonsai drop, go home. Go home. Sounds good to me. Tell me about match number three. This one looks interesting. <laughs> Bunch of big boys on this one. You know me. I like the big boys. Hell yeah, brother. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a trench guy. I'm a big guy, you know, and there's a lot of big men who are some of the best of all time, and uh, how do I include all of them, you know? So I made trench war, 10-man trench warfare battle royal. I've got Bam Bam Bigelow versus... Yokozuna versus Andre the Giant versus Earthquake versus Big Van Vader versus Viscera versus Big Boss Man versus Big John Stud versus Umaga versus probably the smallest man in the whole match. Test. But he's still a big man. <laughs> That's a lot of meat. You want to talk about fucking big meat, baby. Mm-hmm. That's Miro and Willie Hobbs eat your fucking hearts out. Yeah. 
That's a lot of fucking meat. So we're going over the top rope. Not a whole hell of a lot's going to happen in this match other than just meat slapping meat. Who goes over in this match, Mike? It's, there's only one man who can go over. It's Andre the Giant, baby. I'll just say it's got to be. It's got to be the boss. He's he's cleaning house. I mean, he's he's fucking chopping <clears throat> motherfuckers down, you know? Be a fun one. I love a fun battle royal. I'm I mean, this. you're gonna you, you want to talk about a twenty foot by twenty foot ring that's gonna have to be fully supported because it's got thirty tons of man mass in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be. You're probably gonna have to turn that into a fucking uh, a two ringer. Yeah. You at like, least gonna have you're at least gonna have the gimmick where where like you'll see the fucking crew. Before, like, if, like, Braun Strowman's going to wrestle, like, fucking Big Show or something, the crew will be out in the ring, like, tightening shit up to make sure the fucking ring's ready to go. You'll have to double do that shit. Yeah. Check the straps under the ring. Make sure that motherfucker's being held together. But, but I, I see uh, uh, Andre going over, man. He cleans house. Um, like, fucking Test goes out early. I mean, he just fucking For sure. thrown over. Um, I see it coming down to, like, Andre, Yoko, fucking boss man and uh bam bam towards the end there fucking yeah. just those four and they just fucking start slapping meat on each other for sure what you got for three bro my number three is a fun one i have a four-way barbed wire death match between four people who are very familiar with the concept terry funk bruiser brody hayabusa and new jack that's gonna be fun who goes over Terry Funk goes over. Of course. Spinning toe hold into a bed of barbed wire. Oh. On Jesus. on New Jack. I want New Jack to have to tap. <laughs> I want that motherfucker to tap so bad. <laughs> that's oh, what, yeah, that, that that's, that's gonna be a fun one, man. Yeah, be, man. How long does it go for? Oh, this one can't go too long, man. We're Eight gonna minutes. keep we're keeping it at a hard nine. Hard, a nine. hard nine. This motherfucker ain't going double digits. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> if you let New Jack, you give that motherfucker a foot, he's going to take a mile. Yeah. So we're going to have to be, yeah, New Jack is getting tapped out in the bed of barbed wire. He's going to have to tap on the barbed wire. Good news is he's in heaven, so it's probably not going to hurt too bad. <laughs> All right, match number match number four, dude. You've got another banger right here, dude. Tell me about match number four. All right, so you know me, man. I'm all about mm -hmm. the story. I'm all about the gimmick. And one of my favorite all-time storylines ever. All any if, if anything ever done, this put Memphis wrestling on the on the fucking map. Um, this put let's be honest, this probably put Jerry Lawler on the map. I mean, he was Memphis, but going on SNL. The this Andy Kaufman story. Yep. I mean, this was worldwide. Andy Kaufman changed Memphis. <clears throat> yep. And uh, he, if some of y'all may not know, because you're probably younger people, Andy Kaufman would come out and he would, he, he was a comedian. You know, he wasn't even a worker, but he understood this business on a level that nobody else ever could probably figure out who never came from wrestling other than myself. And, and <laughs> you like that. You like that. And uh, he would come out and he would challenge women from the crowd. To a match, you would just challenge women, you know, and just pin them down to the mat. And, nothing they and, can do about it. Nothing they can do about it. <laughs> it got so much heat that he eventually great. went on SNL with with Jerry Lawler, and they had a uh, what what they everybody thought was a freaking work, or well, they thought it was a shoot. 
Andy Kaufman paid the hospital bill. Do you did you know this? Yeah. For him to stay for what three days, so it looked like this shit was a fucking shoot. And he's like, like he's fucking with them too. Like a lot of people at the hospital, are like, what's going on? That motherfucking neck does not look broken. Yeah. But he was yeah, just like the whole time. He was just saying, oh, it hurts, it hurts, and they were just like, okay, like, yeah, your X-rays nuts. don't show that. But I have Andy Kaufman coming out, cutting a promo in my Dead Man Mania. He's cutting the promo, and he wants to challenge any woman in the building. Who fucking comes out, bro? Who else but goddamn China? She comes out, the fucking world, the heaven erupts. Why? It's China. Why? She comes to, you know, Andy Kaufman's doing his fucking shtick. He's, oh, no, no, not you, not you. I don't, I'm not going to fight you. And she fucking puts a beating on his ass, boy. Match doesn't even start. And she puts him through the fucking commentary table. Boom. Done. <laughs> I love that. I love every bit of it. Tell me if that Monday Night Raw, 1998, if Andy Kaufman had come out and challenged any woman, you know, He'd been beating up on women all freaking time. Thinking right? fucking Terry Runnels is going to come gonna out. Going to come out. So, you know. Maybe fucking, maybe Ryan Shamrock or somebody. Yeah. Nope. China. Fucking the eighth wonder of the world, baby. China, in all her glory, comes out and puts this man in his place. <clears throat> yep. Fucking, it would have it erupted. That would have been the, attitude the biggest thing. And that there was a lot of big things that happened there. That would have been bigger than Austin driving the fucking beer truck to the ring. It would have been huge, dude. It would have made worldwide, like, it would have been all over the news channels, everything. That would have single-handedly won them the fucking Monday Night Wars. Oh, right then and there. They could have been down in the middle of that 83 weeks. That would have turned everything around. So, if you guys like that idea, let me know, because that was, I'm that was probably that the one. most genius thing I came up with on this list, outside of my main event. I'm pumped on that one. That fucking China versus Andy Kaufman is fantastic. I have got in match number four, I have got a tables match, my first singles match of the night, Brody Lee taking on Mike Awesome. I two, like it. Two big motherfuckers with Hell two yeah. amazing power bombs. Dude, I love it. I wanted to fit Brody and Mike in. I just couldn't find a place to put them. Um, I probably could have put them in my uh, my big man rumble, but. Yeah, both of them are big horses, but yeah, but I but did. yeah, like I specifically. So I, whenever I get to match five, I'll say what I was going to do, and then I'll explain why I didn't do that. But yeah, Brody versus Mike, both like I said, both of them have great power bombs, and I just want to see a motherfucker get power bombed through a fucking table. I have got Brody going over on this. I just think you know, I think Mike would do the favor pretty easily. And I just think, yeah, man, that's oh. God, just I would I would love to see that match so bad. Like out of all these matches, number four and number five are the ones that are like in my brain. Like I can see them happening. But yeah, I've yeah. got I've got Brody hitting that big fucking power bomb on Mike Awesome in a table in the in mm -hmm. the corner. I want him to buckle bob him through the table in the corner to win. That'd be dope. And then just whenever he's leaving the ring, turns around, picks him up, puts him through the commentary table anyway, and then leaves. Just give me another table. Yeah. That's that's match number four. Let's move on to our co-main events. What have you got in your co-main event, Big Mike? So uh, I want to try to find a way to make this, you know, to make these guys fit in this. Um, these are four guys who were crucial and integral in the 80s and 90s for wrestling. I mean, WWF, WCW, all four of them. Um, 
gone now and uh, just a part of mine and yours childhood growing up watching them. And uh, I got them. They've all probably worked each other at some point. You know, they all did. For sure. 100%. <clears throat> um, For sure. But in a fatal four-way match, I've got Scott Hall, Razor Ramon versus the Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man Randy Savage versus Roddy Piper. Um, great. That's a half an hour right there. Dude, just four of the greatest of all time in the ring, man, putting on a three crap. of the greatest of all time and ultimate warrior in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I could give you that. I mean, he's, he's going to lay on, he's going to lay on the outside for most of this. Let's be Oh, honest. Oh yeah. He's not going to do a lot. He's going to run to the ring, get gassed, blow up within the first five minutes, take a bump over the top rope and lay there f- until the finish. Yep. Where, where fucking razor Ramon is going to have, is going to have him up and fucking drop his ass down with the razor's edge. And then fucking Macho Man is going to take out Razor and hit fucking hit that elbow on on fucking the Warrior and get the win. Okay. I want Warrior to take all three finishes. (laughs) So Warrior's going to get pinned? Yeah, Warrior's getting pinned. How much you pay him? How much (laughs) you paying Warrior for this, dude? He's dead. He's not getting, he's getting a hot dog and a handshake. Brother. He's taking, he's taking the pin. Um, I can't have Razor taking the pin. You're gonna have to fucking sell Warriors comic book and fucking in in Purgatory or something. Like, there's no way he's not gonna cut some kind of terrible deal yeah. with you to do this. <laughs> he's taking the pin. Uh, I love got, it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's fantastic match. Yeah, and I love. So, so you said you've got uh, Randy's over with that elbow though. Yeah. At the end, Randy's over. I wanted to put Razor over, but man, I can't. Randy's got to go. He's got sure. to win. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I like it, man. That's like I said, that's a good one. I can see that going a half an hour any fucking day of the week. And yeah, dude, this easily could have been a match on a card in new generation WWF. It really could have. My co-main event is a dog collar match between Drake, Jay Briscoe and Chase, Tracy Smothers. I almost had Jay Briscoe against Brody Lee and dog collar because that was the match. The last match both of them had was a dog collar match before they both passed. But I didn't want to remember them for that. I didn't want that to be the reason. I just think Jay versus Tracy Smothers in a dog collar match. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Like, that's just old school meeting old school. Just beating the fuck out of I each other it. with that strap. Just for you know, 18 minutes, just fucking each other up with that strap. Tracy Smothers once stretched a bear. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. No, no. It, it literally happened. <clears throat> it's in the 80s and 70s. It was a huge gimmick that Southern promoters and promoters all across the country would do. They would bring in a trained bear and they would advertise it as Tracy Smothers in the main event, Tracy Smothers versus Ted the Bear. Yeah, he did do that a lot, didn't he? <laughs> and, uh, but Tracy Smothers stretched that bear out in the ring. <laughs> and that, that trainer came to him and said, Hey, man, you can't be doing that to my bear. You're making him look like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story Scott oh. Armstrong told me. God, Tracy yeah, Smothers, such a, such a fucking thug, dude. I love, I love Tracy, Tracy Smothers. Smothers, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> I've got, got going over. I've got Briscoe going over. Hell yeah, Smothers do would Briscoe do the fucking deed for Jay. For sure, dude. Just choke him the fuck out, man. Choke yep. him out with that dog collar. I love it. Yeah, love I'm it. all about it. Now let's get to the main event. Let's get to the big matches right now. What have you got going on in your main you, event? You want me to put my main event first? You want me to put mine first? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You you went first. Okay. I think I've got a match that might have shut down wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think it might have shut down. Like, wrestling could have stopped. Yep. You know, prime. If both these guys were in their prime. Yeah, we, we got, actually we talked about this on the phone the other night, and I was like, that's it, dude. Wrestling's packing in. 
Pack it in. Nothing. You, we, we don't have to watch wrestling ever again. <clears throat> Fuck nope. it. You could retire. Like, yep. go this, back is, this main event's it. Dude, this, this is it. You've got in his prime, Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Everybody's favorite fucking wrestler. You know, yep. he's the American's American wrestler. You know, the common man. Versus Bray Wyatt in his prime, the eater of worlds, with Paul Bear at his side. Dude, shut it down. The fucking promos for this would be insane leading up to it. I mean, it be would just perfect. be crazy. The match itself would be incredible. I got Dusty going over. Dude, this is a fucking Broadway right here. And you got Bray's got Paul Bearer in his corner. Like, that's fucking nuts, dude. Like, mm-hmm. that's too much. That's too much personality. But it's amazing, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'd Dusty over with the fucking old flip-flop and fly or what? I got Dusty over, man. Bionic elbow, boom. I love it, man. This is a hell of a main. It's a hell of a main. Fitting of both men. He kicks out a Bray's finish and fucking bionic elbows him. Perfect. I love every (sighs) bit of that. Here's my finish. All the baby faces come out and carry his ass up the Golden Gates. Carrying Dusty. Dude, all of them, fucking everybody comes out, man. Be crazy, man. I just realized I didn't have Dusty anywhere on my card. I'm going to have to eat your ass for that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fucked, isn't it? I don't have Dusty or Brad Armstrong. And Brad Armstrong, like the whole time I was All making right. this, I was going, okay, I need to put Brad Armstrong somewhere. I didn't put him. Scott would probably kick my ass for saying that. I didn't put him. Sure. I, I wanted to do a Tracy Smothers and Brad tag team match, but I didn't know who to put him with, you know? Yeah. I almost did three-minute warning versus uh, fucking Tracy and Brad, the, but care. I didn't. <laughs> Here's my main event. I've got a 10-man rumble. It is rumble style. So these motherfuckers got entrances. Ten man rumble. Open up the matches. Numbers one and two, Randy Savage and Bray Wyatt. Number three, out comes Roddy Piper. Then comes Scott Hall. Number five, Big Van Vader. Number six, Andre the Giant. Number seven, little New Japan flavor, Shinya Hashimoto. Number eight, the Junkyard Dog. Who gonna get it? JYT. Uh um, most over guy in wrestling history. I don't care what anybody says. Yep. No, absolutely. J- and look, JYD. Dude, I'm from Louisiana. I know all about it. <laughs> I know all about how over <laughs> JYD was. Number nine, Davy Boy Smith. And yes. then number 10, final entrant, Carrie Von Eric. And we're going elimination style. It's a rumble. I have got uh going over, and this was tough because this could have went a lot of ways, but you know what? He was my personal favorite. And uh, he didn't win a whole hell of a lot, but he did win World War III, so I got to get him a win in a proper rumble, Scott Hall. I like got it. Scott Hall going over. And Who that's, puts that's over just the a... fucking giant? Who puts the giant over the ropes? All of them. At the first <laughs> Yeah, that's like when he comes out. So by the time he's out, you've already got Savage, Bray, Roddy, Scott, and Vader in the ring. So I think all all of them, all five of them, just got to put that big motherfucker over immediately. You don't want Andre to get in there and and start rolling. Yeah. God dang, boy, that's good. I like the fact you added JYD in there because I didn't put him in mine. Now, like I said, dude, Louisiana. I know all about the lore of old JYD. Man. But awesome. yeah, dude, that's a couple of good fucking cards right there. I would love for the fans to tell us who do you think had the best card. Did I? Yes. Or did Mike? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about it. 
We want to know. Tag at Sweet Sexy Rob. Tag at Big Mike Sells. And this was my. This is a really fun episode, and I like doing hypotheticals with you. And I'm with I, you. I, I love. Think we should do some more. We should do some more of this fantasy booking gimmick. I love it. I love it, man. I love doing that shit. Is there a match on my card you wish you would have thought of? Uh, I'll give you two. Um, Owen Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Whenever you had sent that one to me, that was the first match you had told me about. And I was like, that's a banger, dude. Like, that's a fucking phenomenal match. Uh, and then China and Andy Kaufman. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's fucking brilliant, dude. That's not going to be some five-star classic, but that's not why that's booked. No, like, that's, that will be fucking brilliant. That, that's booked because it's something that people are going to know talk about for 20 years. You know, that's one of those things that just that makes the pay-per-view a B plus to an A plus. You know, that's one yeah. of those those moments that that's just a highlight buzz thing. It's a great uh, highlight, too. Anything yeah. from mine that stuck out to you? Yeah, man. Yeah. The tag team match. I liked it a lot. <clears throat> Umaga um, and Yoko versus Bobby yep. Eaton and Terry Gordy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's an underrated match right there. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like the fact that you added in Bobby Eaton and Terry Gordy. Who do you have on commentary? I have I've got Gorilla and and Bobby and I've got uh, Don West comes out for the main event. Mm. Mm. I like you at Don West, one of the goats. I've got Fink ring announcing. Fink, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I I also had Gorilla, so I was gonna put Gorilla in the Tin Man as like a surprise entrant, like he was gonna doing? take his fucking headset off and. What are you doing, Gorilla? <laughs> he goes and gets in there. I, was, I had him going, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. You I'm know, it was it was it was pitched it was pitched for me and Carmen to do that at Bunkhouse Stampede. Oh yeah, we did a big Bunkhouse Stampede, which is a, a Rumble style match, and we did it in Huntsville um, back in I think it was the end of July. You should have done it. It was pitch well because we had we because me and Carmen had the idea of let's cut promos like we're gonna be in the match and I've got it on my highlight reel it opens up my highlight reel it's my favorite thing I've ever been a part of was that promo and when we went and told the the GM about it he was just like I mean you guys could be in the match and then we both were like no not at all <laughs> I wasn't ready for that I'm not I'm not fat ass ain't going over the top rope <laughs> I would have done it. Well, we were outside, so I guess falling on grass isn't the worst thing. Yeah, it would have hurt. It would have still hurt, dude. No, yeah, for it sure. Still hurt. But no, this was a lot of fun, man. And I appreciate you letting me kind of put this together for us. I love um, it. I uh, I enjoy doing stuff like this, man. The hypothetical shit is always fun to me. I'm a fantasy, fantasy booker. booker. Yeah, I'm a, big, I'm a big time like, fantasy booker. Me, me, like I just, I, and a lot of people are, man. Everybody has that. Everybody's played GM mode on fucking 2K or I when I was. What twelve years old in two thousand six, playing SmackDown, versus Raw, Smackdown 06, versus Raw 06 on my PlayStation three, the original PS three that came out, the first ever that would be one. that would be that'd be PS two. No, I had the PS three. Oh, okay. So so if you were playing 06 on PS three, then that means that you have one of the ones that had the backwards compatibility gimmick. Okay, then yeah. Yep. And uh, and I had PS three with SmackDown versus Raw 06. And I played the absolute shit out of it. And then what I loved most about it is it had those fucking those uh those screens that pop up in between like the timers, like fucking loading screens. And they would have like sexy pictures of fucking yep. Candace Michelle and uh Lita and Tori. Yep. And I'd be sitting there at 12 years old with my little chub going on, going, Holy fuck, look at that fucking set of titties. <laughs> but we all played fucking uh fantasy booker at 12 yep. years old, playing GMO. Hell, I think you still do. I still to a on to on a regular basis. I still play 06. 
I've still got 06. I've still got a save file that I go and I go and get back on. I play uh 2K23 GM mode on a regular fucking basis. Yep. My favorite shit. And I mean, I, I honest to God, like it's helped me a lot because I mean, a lot of the shit, like whenever me and you were were coming up with what shit for that Halloween show for MEW last year, dude. Like, if it wasn't for me booking shit like I do in GM mode, I mean, shit, I might not have come up with half of that, you know? Do you, can you believe it's been a year since we put that show together? Yeah. That's crazy. Fucking I feel nuts. like we just did that show, man. How fast does time move, especially in Dude, this business? I found one of the tickets I made in my truck today. Like, it was under my seat. I guess it just fell. And, uh, and I found it and I was like, it's a fucking Fright Night ticket, man. Dude, literally, brought- yeah, literally this time last year, mid September last year, we were balls deep booking this show. We were, we were going to fucking Dothan in September last year. Man, you went to Dothan. I had just gotten back from my, uh, my trip to, uh, Orlando with the, with the worsties. Yeah. 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 Whenever, whenever the fuck Columbus day is, that's when we went to Dothan. And, uh, yeah, man, that was crazy, dude. It's just been wild. a year. Yeah. Time. It does fucking, not fucking feel moves, like dude. that, dude. God dang. Time fucking moves. Like it has legit been a fucking year since we did all that shit. God. You know what else moves? You guys are hopefully, and if you are moving, you know what you should do. You should hit up at Big Mike Sells, and he will, will. He'll help you sell your, your current house. house. He, he will help you sell your current house. He'll put you in a new house. He got a big seven acres of land out there right now that he's got a couple of people already wrote him about. It might not still be there anymore. No, no, it may not be there anymore. He's, but I'll tell you. he's hitting them up during this podcast. But I'll tell you right now, guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell your home in the state of Georgia, call me. Um, I'm literally the hardest working man in real estate. I will work for you 24-7. If you call me at 1 a.m., I will answer the damn phone. I may not be happy about it, but I'll be I'll be there for you. Um, every step of the way, I want to help you help yourself by making the right decision. There's no better investment than real estate because we can't make more of it. That's true. There ain't no more earth being built. So buy it up, man. Interest rates might be high, but they are temporary. But Wu-Tang is forever, Daddy. I am your mom's favorite realtor, your dad's worst enemy, and your sister wants to be with me. Call me, 706-601-0612, at Big Mike Sales. Hell yeah, brother. And if you want to support the podcast, you can go pick up a T-shirt at collarandelbow.com. Use the promo code HEAT, H-E-A-T, at checkout. Save you a couple of bucks. Don't rip that. I know how expensive shirts are. you like to pick up one of my shirts, you can (laughs) – you want to pick up one of my shirts, you can go over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers and do so. Uh, as far as my schedule, I have got, let's see, by the time this episode comes out, I will be at a big convention in Huntsville, Alabama at the end of September called Comic-Con. Not Comic-Con. Kami, K-A-M-I-Con. Uh, that'll be... Uh, is that a Russian? No, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's like anime. But... Uh, September 29th and 30th, I believe, I'll be out there doing that. And that'll be, I guess, the the biggest thing I've got coming up. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, the WWE will have hired me. I doubt it. Um, well, if they have, I'm coming with them. Um, I am his personal carry-on uh, bag. Um, I'll, I'll, brother, if they give me an opportunity to have like have like a fucking runner for myself, like if I can just get like like my own little young boy, I'm calling you, Big Mike. It's me. It's me. I'm the runner. I ain't running. 
for nothing. But hey, I'm getting text messages. Apparently, Texas is beating Alabama right now. So Ooh, shit, yeah, I need to check on. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to fucking watch some football. This was fun, guys. Thank yeah. you guys for tuning in. I like got to check said, on LSU. Let us know what you guys think about this podcast. What you guys think about this kind of this this type of format? Because yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna be doing some more of it. That's the truth. Thank I'm you gonna so get much out of here. Tuning in. All right, we're out of here. Thanks for hanging out, everybody.